I, uh, yeah, I was too sweaty to go down the Hawaiian shirt. That should be more comfortable. Yeah, it was just, just the bike yeah. ride. I was cook, grilling or griddling dinner and <laughs> taking the dog for a, a walk. And then I can't stop sweating. <laughs> Even after showering, like OJ. I just cut the grass today. That's all that I did. Uh-huh. I don't cut my grass anymore. That's a awful uh, hot day to be cutting grass. Yeah. Well, it's going to rain. It rained yesterday, and it's going to rain Friday, Saturday, so my hands are kind of Is it tired. really? Is it? Oh, I didn't hear that. Damn it. That's what my app says. Ugh. Maybe I should have cut my grass today. Mine got cut yesterday a half hour before it started raining. Oh. There was a guy... There was a crew down the street when I went out to look at the storm. There was a crew down the street packing up and they were getting drenched. It was hilarious. It's like, don't you guys have a smartphone? Yeah, it came yeah. down like crazy. I, I uh, was at the office when it hit and uh, man, you could hear it just pounding on the roof. Yeah. It was crazy and it was so dark. I, I don't recall. It hasn't been that dark since the uh, the hailstorm here at the at the house a couple of weeks ago or yeah yep i it didn't wasn't that bad where we are right nick well yeah i agree um it was a heavy rain but i didn't see any damage and the uh, backyard only had a few twigs in it instead of dozens yeah. and dozens of twigs in it and branches and limbs so uh, i think the one the storm before was was worse yeah I mean, it kind of missed us. I thought the next one wave would get us. And it sounded like hail. How am I, why am I so yellow all of a sudden? It sounded like hail, but I did not see any hail. Are you in a in a Middle East country or something? Yeah, I, I just I teleported to Mexico. <laughs> Let's see what happens. There we go. Oh, yeah. Look I'm at back that. again. Wow. What happened? I'm back again. I don't know. My camera's screwy. My built-in, wow. my built-in camera that I have no control over is screwy. That's weird. That is weird. That was weird. Like a filter, all of a sudden. He looked like all the uh, Jack Ryan shows. I still They're have yet to watch <laughs> the last two. I think last two seasons. Yeah, yeah. I just finished the uh, the final one. Just so far behind. Weekend. I finished Mrs. Maisel, though. I'm sure you guys are thrilled. I actually watched I never the made two. it through the whole, maybe the first season and then never more. Yeah, I never made it to one. <laughs> well, it's not a Mike show, but I really liked it. That was great. I really enjoyed it. But it did take an awful lot of convincing myself to get back into it. when the, Or not, not even to get back into it. Now I'm in Mexico again. <laughs> to just remind myself to use Prime Video. <laughs> <laughs> that looks so weird. Yeah, a, his shiny, sweaty forehead. <laughs> it's yellow. It, it does. It looks just like the filter they use. Now it's too blue, but I'm using. Um, I yes. took the. Uh, I can control the. Now it's color like the uh, color like temperature. The justified. I haven't yeah, seen that either. Because it's because it's Detroit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Detroit, that's the, so it's a that's blue. That's the northern filter. Uh, we look apparently. exactly like New York, apparently. <laughs> Because that's the filter that they always put on, like Castle and all the shows that take place in New York. They're all overly blue. See? Yeah. Yet they still have palm trees in the background. Go figure. No, Justified was at Chicago. So it was, at least it's close. What? Justified was supposed to be. You mean they actually filmed, filmed in Chicago? It. They yeah, actually they filmed oh, in Chicago. Okay. And they do it And maybe. Maybe a few things here in the, in Detroit. They, but. Yeah, they probably sent one guy with one camera to shoot exteriors with his phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. Right. probably. Or hey, hey, Herman, did you go to Detroit last year with the family? Big vacation. <laughs> like, yeah, if you, if you look closely, the same woman is ever is in every exterior shot, and she's married to the guy with the camera. <laughs> they showed the stupid. She, she's always carrying a souvenir. They show the stupid tigers at Comerica Park. You know, the, the gaudy tigers. It looks oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. It's very, <laughs> it's very gaudy. And, uh, but then I guess if you're doing a show, it, you're, that's where the tigers play. Yeah. There's tigers outside. 
did you see this uh, this la- latest episode? They spelled uh, gross point wrong. Did <laughs> oh they? yeah, yeah. I didn't notice. Isn't the point spelled with an e? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, was it no no e? They forgot about that. Yeah. Before, here we actually someone sucked us into a TV talk. Well, we might as well get started. So, what are you drinking? Should we first do this? Let me do this. I well, do you want to kick page. off the show first? It's up to you. I can't delay this any longer. <laughs> the year is 2023. <laughs> it's the 27th of July, and you're wasting away on the North Coast with Amigo Schmo. Mike. And a Mickey. Maybe I won't be Amigo, more like uh, Scotty Schmo or something. So I Victoria got it's international. What is it? National, international, whatever, Scotch Day. So I haven't opened this yet. Oh, brand new bottle crack. All it's right. A 16 year. I, I, my eyes might have been bigger in my stomach. I think that I shouldn't go over 12, but I've got this at, uh, in, uh, in the UK the last time I was there. Nice. You yeah, got me yeah. beat then. 16 years. Jeez. I've never, yeah. I have a feeling, like I said, I, it's too. I'm not good enough for this. I probably, you know, I'm not going to, it's probably going to take you the 12 years, probably going to taste better to me from what I've learned. I haven't yet cleansed, you know, my palate for this. It's really going to taste chemically. I'm really selling it, aren't I? (laughs) Or I don't know, maybe you're setting yourself up for a pleasant surprise. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I'm trying to lower the bar. No cigars. All right. And what do you guys have? Uh, I also have a, a scotch. Um, in I don't have the box with me. This is the other room. Inchmoen, 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 whatever. It's only oh. a twelve year though. Sorry, no, 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 Like I said, I'm not bragging, but I, I just saw it. It was a good price for sixteen years, so I got it. Yeah. Yeah, I just looked up. I did have. Uh, I wondered what the stuff was that I had at uh, at uh, Amber's dad gave me. Um, Glenn Morangi, eighteen year. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so I had that. He never. He had it at his house. He he hadn't opened it. It was. I, I was there for my birthday, right? So we, he opened it up and and uh, tried it. It's pretty damn good. I was really. Yeah. I was really impressed. I like. I don't mind Glenn Morangi and. Yeah. I said, I don't think I've had 18. What, where were you looking at? Do you have a database of what you've? Well, it's a picture. I, Cause I took oh, a picture. picture. I sent it to the kids. I thought you were referring to a spreadsheet. All <laughs> no. the liquors I've had. No. I took a picture of it and sent it to the kids to yeah, show okay. off, you know, essentially I'm, I'm having an 18 year scotch. Yeah. Well, this is, so you beat me there. This is 16. And you well, got... this is just a lame 12 here, but, but this is also directly from there. So what kind of a, uh... What year of scotch do you have, Mick? <laughs> I didn't get scotch. Yeah. I planned on getting uh, Landshark, going back to Landshark, and they only had 12 packs at the party store, and I didn't have, no- have enough money. So, for the time being, I'm drinking Leinenkugel, Summer oh. Shandy. Too much, he... much glare. It's... I thought he was going to go gonna... for Bud Light, just get something cheap. No. Yeah, yeah, Bud Light. Got to support Bud Light. Mm. All right. Well, happy National Scotch Day or International. I should know a Scottish toast, but I don't, and I don't want to try. You can really taste the peat. <laughs> I uh, there was pretty. That's not bad. I can drink this, but you know I what? Can taste the lemon. This has a. How do, what do you call it? Like an aftertaste? Like some taste that gets you at the end? After you swallow it? Aftertaste? Yeah, yeah like... Uh, That's the finish. The finish Ooh. is different than I noticed before. That's a... I don't know what it is, but... Yeah. No, this doesn't... Sweet. This doesn't have much of a finish. It no, starts off sweet. In the summer, I, I usually drink scotch during the post-Christmas pre-spring time. I guess people call that winter. <laughs> and also referred to as winter you know uh, post christmas pre-spring you know uh, 
And that's when I'll have some scotch while I'm watching basketball. Just a thing. The only time I typically will have scotch is like if we if we just happen to say, uh, I wonder what scotch would taste like uh, up against this bourbon that we've been drinking like almost every uh, every get together with like with the kids, and then we'll we'll dust off the scotch and you know try it next to a bourbon. Yeah, yeah. What it's what what is it like? I mean, it's got. Well, that's a lot like different chemically. It's a yeah, lot yeah. Like, it, like I said, you can really taste the peat, and uh, it's not it's not as sweet for sure, and that the finish doesn't linger. You know, it's uh, it's gone pretty. It's yeah. very earthy. It's okay. I mean, I don't know. You know, well, it's got this eagle, but it seems to be entwined in vines or something. All right, I got to get my damn box. I got to we have to compare looks boxes. Like it has scales like a fish. It's an eagle and fish. Then... There we go. It's an official. Oh yeah, yeah. From the open, it's the official uh, spirit of the open. Oh wow, cool. Yeah. That's so, cool. Yeah, it's peated. It's a island collection. This is, I have the smoky and bold spirit of the bear 12 year. (laughs) (laughs) Intense, here, let me, intense aromatic smokiness from the unique treeless peat. Now that's what I have. There you go. In my bar over here. That's not what I'm drinking now. Then there's a loyalty of the wolf 14 year old, which that's matured slowly in sherry seasoned American oak and ex bourbon casks. Yeah. I don't have the 14. This has that too. This has um, uh, 12 years in a mix of recharred American oak and refilled American oak casks. All right. Yeah, this has got ex-bourbon casks. And now the 16-year-old that I have is Wings of the Eagle. 16-year-old matured in hand-picked sherry-seasoned oak casks for layers of flavor with the O-U-R. And then <laughs> of course, the 18 year old, which I, I will never, the Viking Pride Travel Edition, bottled at 46% ABV, marrying strength for a fuller flavor. What's 40? What's ABV mean? Alcohol, uh, by, alcohol volume? by volume. Yep. 46%. Yeah. So this is too. Exactly. This must be a thing. 46% must, must be, uh, Holy cow! Requirement this sounds like something. Mickey wrote it. In here, our Viking ancestors' legends tell of the mighty eagle sitting at the top of the sacred ash tree, Yggdrasil. Y g g d r a s i l. It represents wisdom and knowledge, and the beating of its wings creates the winds that sweep across Earth. Uh, and it was bottled at Or Orkney. Wow, I don't have that kind of literature on my box here. It's a single malt with Viking soul. <laughs> nice. <laughs> there is much to be told. An eagle sits at the top of the ash, and it has the knowledge of many things. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. It's not Elmer Leonard. Yeah, so I don't know. It, it's it's good. I don't I don't know if I'll seek it out. On a regular basis, but uh, tonight it's good. All right. Well, anyway, what else is going on? What's going on in the lands of? Uh, I'm sure Jimmy has sampled this scotch or two. Actually, I how have is that information? Jimmy? Do we have any news? Um, not really. He's he's been around. He's made two appearances at the beginning of July, but I haven't heard anything from him since then. Um, he looked. More gaunt and yeah, he looks really thin. But he made a surprise appearance at a Mac McAnally concert on July second, Sunday, July second. Mac was doing five o'clock somewhere, and when he got to the Jimmy Buffett part, Jimmy walked out on stage to the delight of everybody who was there. And uh, the next Sunday, and he played. He also he not only did the five o'clock summer part, but he 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 stuck around for a couple more songs. I believe he. 
it was only a couple. I don't think he he uh, like took over the show. Um, the next Sunday, July 9th, he appeared at WLNG Radio, which was a, a local radio station for him. And he did an interview about the new album. And he also uh, um, sneak peeked one of the songs from the album. It's um, a song called My Gummy Just Kicked In. And he told the story of, of uh, the writing of that. It's a song that, well... Maybe I should just play the clip. I have a couple clips from the radio interview. It was released on video, but it was uh, just like streaming webcam behind the one of the DJ's heads and or the head of one of the DJs. Not to imply that she has multiple heads. <laughs> More than one head. And uh, so I'm not going to bother doing any clips. And besides the audio that I did, I did some edits in to make it a, make it faster and uh, or make it briefer and here's the first clip about writing some of the songs yeah we've been working on this album probably for about a year or so and uh we you know you, you start up and you get you get some songs going and then i have such great collaborating partners and and mac mcnally is a songwriter and then so we were just kind of we we were kind of going at it and then I got sick and I had to stay. I had to stay in the hospital for ten days, and I thought, "Man, okay, I got to use this time." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought, well, you know, I'm here. I can't get out of here, and uh, for a while, and I thought, you know, when you're writing like that in an album, you're kind of just getting you're getting kind of pinches of time, because there's a lot going on. You got to go. I got to get a little time to write. Mm -hmm. And I looked around. Well, I got to be here for ten days. Oh, and this I is it. I'm gonna take advantage of this. So I got, I had a little hospital bed, then I got a, I got, then my daughter came in, got some furniture, got me a flat screen TV, and I went, okay, this is like my office. And all those ideas, I had time to do it. I had 12 hours, 14 hours a day, and I wrote my ass off in there. Yeah. And that's how the, 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 uh, the, the beginnings of the album came together, putting songs together, because you had that much time. Wow. And then I got okay, and then they let me out, and then I went back to Mac. I'm like, look what I did while I was sick. <laughs> right. So hopefully you heard that. Yeah. Okay. So that's a little clip about him writing multiple songs while in the hospital. And here's a story behind the, maybe it's the single, maybe it's the new single to the new album. The story behind My Gummy Just Kicked In. We're we're um, we're still working on songs and things like that. So, yeah, this was uh, one night. We had friends over for dinner at the house, and this is a you know a beautiful night, looking at a shelter island where we always eat. And we had friends over, and uh, and a couple of them were uh, Nancy and Paul McCartney, and so they're they're old friends. And we were just going to dinner, and so we went to sit down, and Nancy was my dinner partner. And, uh, and Paul was down next to Jane at the other end of the table with like 20 people on it. And when Nancy went to sit down, she kind of stumbled a little bit. And I said, oh, are you okay? You okay? I thought maybe the, the, we got dogs running under there. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, no, no, I'm okay. My gummy just kicked in. <laughs> oh. Oh. There you go. There it is. There you go. And then I said. Oh, my God, I love I this. I said, uh. Can I have that one? <laughs> and then, from down at the end of the table, I heard, whoa, 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 Jim, Jim, what, what's going on up there? Paul. Paul, oh, I said, stay down there. I yeah. said, exactly. this is your wife and I working on this thing. <laughs> We're writing a song here. That is cool. That's a cool story. Kind of funny that uh, Jimmy's Liverpool accent sounds Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> And he also went on to Jimmy also went on to talk about how um, he uh, he sent the song to Paul McCartney to listen to and with a, with the idea that Paul might contribute to it. And um, it was reported that I think it was Nancy heard him singing the song to himself. So Jimmy was just floored when he heard that. It's like, how much better approval can you get that Paul McCartney likes your song? And after after a few more months, 
Paul called up and said, Hey, I'd like to contribute to the song. And so Paul plays bass on it. Oh, wow. wow. I didn't this realize cool. that's that is cool. Yeah, that was announced that was announced early on, I believe, that Paul mm. McCartney was a guest on it. And now I know the story behind it. Yeah. I guess I didn't pay attention. Or yep, it doesn't sound either. oh he's a contributor. Okay, but then the story is much better. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, uh, I didn't know that the the title or the inspiration of the song came from Paul McCartney's wife. Right. Knew that Paul Did she was, get a writing credit, you think? We won't maybe. Yeah, I have no idea. Just like his dentist. Yeah, they brought him. No, his chiropractor. They brought him up in that in the interview. <laughs> his dentist. But they brought it up. I think it was before the interview when they were just talking because the webcam was picking up stuff in between, you know, during the commercials and during the songs and stuff. And they brought up the chiropractor because they know the chiropractor because he's the local chiropractor. And they were talking about how oh he's such a nice guy and a Buffett wrote a song with him. Or he he suggested a song that became yeah and he a collaboration. Share. He's in a position where he can share, and I but, just chose a doctor that's not a medical doctor. I got that. That kind of is Buffett news. It's those two things: the the surprise concert and um, the W W L N G radio station interview. Um, have you guys been checking out the new Margaritaville podcast? The new rebranded Margaritaville podcast? No. No, but I downloaded some and I haven't listened to them. Oh. They must have got buried in my list. I forgot it's now called it. License to Chill, and it's produced by Sirius XM. So it's I kind of more official than the Margaritaville podcast, although Margaritaville podcast had the blessing of Jimmy Buffett because it was it was produced by an employee of the Buffett Empire, Buffett organization and uh but anyway they had uh they interviewed brett michaels like a month ago and they were talking about brett michaels duetting with buffett on margaritaville at a concert and that concert happened to be the 2010 pine knob show and i kind of forgotten all about that and then i, I looked for it on on youtube there or brett michael said the videos on youtube and i went to look at the video and it's pro shot like a margaritaville wow that was a cool sound effect does that mean someone's joined the chat wow um um man where did i where was i <laughs> see you get thrown off from lucky um, I, I saw the video and it's 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 a Margaritaville TV type thing, but I don't have I I never got my own copy of the 2010 video, and according to the archive of Margaritaville TV videos, there is no 2010 show available, so it ticks me off that there that it's a concert that I saw. I want a whole copy of it, but I only have a copy of that one. Uh, margaritaville duet and it for some reason the video is playing 16 by 9 like you'd expect but the video is squashed but it still fills up the 16 9 frame so it's like what what caused that why does it look like that but anyway that's the only way to see it is that one that one vid, now that they one clip they played it and I, I heard this so i don't know if it was like the whole concert and i just happened to catch it like just in in time where that that song came on and i remember you know it, it's that must have been it i must have saw it on the screen that it was a uh, pine knob and then it, i heard the whole brett michaels thing and he he didn't do a really good job yeah i know yeah he yeah did. no I, I mean at the concert it was cool but he was this 2010 did you say yeah it's 2010 according to my uh, research is 2010 okay and I this is also this is also Mike's and my front row concert. Oh, oh, was it really? Yeah. Wow. You'd think I'd have a better memory of it then. Well, actually, they were so far away because we were looking directly at Michael Atley and uh, John Lovell. And, but Brett Michaels and, and Buffett were way off in the okay. you know, center of the stage. We're off to the side. But it's still the front row concert. <laughs> Hey! 
Michael's solo was here and the okay. tour was called party Gras, which I thought was a pretty damn good name for a tour. <laughs> yes. Um, right after that, well, not, not like immediately after, but uh, the show or the two episodes ago on the license to show podcast, they did an interview with Mike Utley and I was thinking, Oh, this would be cool for um, clips. But the whole show was so quotable, I couldn't decide what to clip out of it. So my recommendation is go check out the Mike Utley interview because it's great. On that podcast? Yeah, License to Chill. I, the License to no, Chill podcast. I just downloaded that one. Uh, I download them so I can listen to them. Not later. watch or not listen to them later. <laughs> yeah. You download no, them so you can not listen to them. I wasn't following License to Chill. I was not following that one. Yeah, Margaritaville, Margaritaville podcast is no more. It's now been rebranded and taken over, and it's called License to Chill, but it's the official Jimmy Buffett podcast. Yeah, look at a this. A co-production of Radio Margaritaville and Sirius XM. But the Mike Utley interview was great. He's got so many stories from his own past, and then he's got stories of touring with Jimmy. It's just great. At the whole hour or so however long it is was just great i could not yeah, 44 if i was of, if i was going to make a clip of it it would be the whole 44 minutes hmm. cool all right i'll listen to it so that's it that's it as far as my buffett stuff goes that's all i wanted to talk about oh i wanted i do want to mention my shirt which is my least favorite of my hawaiian shirts um i got it on amazon and i thought it was so cool because it has parrots on it but they're they're below the camera but uh, and I wore it. I was so proud to wear it to the concert immediately following. And then they're like three or four other guys with the same shirt that I had. <laughs> so now I can never wear this shirt ever again. It's a cool looking shirt. It's a seed. I like the whole scene. Yeah, I'll, let me let me show it off. <laughs> so but clearly, else... clearly a popular shirt. Yeah, well, Amazon. It was probably being advertised in certain people's mentions you know right and there it is yeah see that's nice with the parrots right on it it's a good choice it is that's that's a good choice it's a good shirt except it's vaguely familiar to me (laughs) it's quite popular it's a popular choice that's funny so i figured i'd wear it today but this is like the second time that i've worn it i like it i was gonna well i did say when we asked it oh yeah you wore your Hawaiian shirt. I didn't. All I could see were the blue palm trees. Yeah. And just you could probably like order one. Great. You could probably order Honestly, one right yeah. now and have it tomorrow. What's that? You could probably order it right now on <laughs> yeah. Amazon and have it tomorrow. I would like right there at the top that you could see of Mickey right now. The whole shirt to be the whole like shirt. that. Mm-hmm. Then, then I can, you know, I can walk around at fairs like a big fat party animal and have fun. Oh, that you could wear to work. With just the palm trees, you could get away with that. Yeah. Looks too Now that I be might high. be working here and there oh. at the office. Wow. Well, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Shmo had homework for us. Yeah, I did have homework. So <laughs> I was, but, there was something Yeah, what's up with that? Recent, yeah, well, the first, the original homework was Shmo's oh. idea, too. But then first he came song up with you something. heard live. Really? The first, the first four songs you heard live, I got notes and I don't know what That's I'm... no, you made that up. You haven't introduced that yet to the panel. That's oh. those are in your those are in your favorite, notes. Yeah, that doesn't sound up? familiar. I have fave warm up. What's that mean? Opening act. Yeah, opening act. Oh <laughs> we have to interpret <laughs> the hell? ideas. So I don't, I'm so yeah. glad you guys are here. And we both nailed it. You're you're like clueless. <laughs> yeah, like uh, it was totally clear to both of us. Okay, well, I, these are ideas. So we got we're out of TP in all bathrooms. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, Joe, it's not good for you. <laughs> what did I say today? Oh yeah, there was something else that hit me once. So I, while I was like peeing, and I didn't write it down. It was a couple. I of hope days. not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, I it, this was just because because of the Taylor Swift thing. It's dominating the news. Her tour, it's making more money than most countries or something <laughs> like that. Some stupid stat. And uh, and I thought, and then her tour, at least she she did do something. You know, she turned it into it's dumb. It has ten acts, right? Forty four songs she does. I give her props. And then, uh, but ten acts that doesn't make sense. Acts. But I think she has ten albums. So uh, to see then changes, she does no. a few songs from each album, kind of thing, and then goes and changes. They change the lighting, and she changes costumes. And... Now I knew the name of the tour was Eras. Everybody knows that, right? Because it's all over the news and everything. But I didn't know what that meant. I yes, thought I didn't know Eras. So I didn't know that until has... just He's... today when He's you what, told 32 us two or something. And she yeah. Epochs. Eras. Yeah. I might as well mention that um, our uh, Twitter account is going to go dormant and it's being moved over to threads. Okay. So we already have an Instagram account, so I just made a threads account out of it. And so if you want to keep up with the few uh, messages that I put up, the very few messages that I put up, they'll be over on threads. Cause I'm, gotta do I'm really yeah. sick of, of Twitter. Twitter is just a, yeah, he's, clown, he's took something and ruined it. Clown car. Yeah, he but he's, lot, so he's much deliberately, equity in there. he seems like he's deliberately ruining it. Cause yeah, no yeah. CEO is that dense, but he keeps getting fired as CEO everywhere he goes. I don't know how so, he de- but I'm, he's I'm never just, just left. They I'm make just it tired of, of the whole rigmarole. So, where I'm not deleting the accounts, so everything will still be still be there. Like who cares? But it's uh, but I'm not going to be using it anymore because I'm just like going to delete Twitter off my phone. Wow. Yeah, I never. It's depressing. I never use. Tw- I never just, use it's it. Flat out depressing to get on Twitter now. Really? See, I don't even know. I never go on. Well, do we want to do a homework, or do we really want to plan on it next time? Well, I can't do the Taylor Swift one because I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, okay. <laughs> Just stay well, it's, it was it was pretty complex, but go ahead. I don't think we should do it. She, set the stage I had for to next. Explain time. what she did because I knew I had to. So she has her, she has like ten acts where she does three or four, four whatever songs of each era, which is an album. And she, you know, in her show, the lighting is different. The you know, the whole stage is reset, and you, there's costume change, and it represents each era of lighting her is different. Like Mickey's lighting. Yeah, this is my. This is one era. He's the changing Mexico to another era. era. It's Mexico era. <laughs> then it's like, then is the then, hard streets of New Detroit Mexico era. era. And then then bring the Chicago. It's not doing it. <laughs> That's Midwest, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I it's, it's, almost, uh, it's almost antique. There. There's New York. There. And then it's going to change York. when my big fat face So I in. thought, okay, not 10 eras, but let's say we pick four eras of Buffett. Or we I, just pick. Okay, I can do decade. it right now because Jimmy does three eras. He does okay. the classic era, the the um, post-classic underground songs under the radar <laughs> songs and songs off the new album those are his three eras okay see this is what it just this is supposed to spark conversation so we just had it the songs you know by heart the songs that people like us want to hear yeah and the songs they have to stuff. promote no not the new stuff and songs he has to promote off the new album that's what that's just, the new stuff three eras. that's what i meant by new stuff Okay, that, well, that, that, to me that, is that, there's the homework because yeah, I think you're right. As I was typing the tags, I'm thinking, but yeah, and it, it's better it, than threes anyway. You gotta just do yes. threes. Well, usually we do fours, but he doesn't. So we that's true. F O R E. He doesn't do them separately. He does. He does those without letting you know which era is which. Okay, so then if he did each era of the three, what would be his costume for each one? I guess this is stupid. Yeah. Keep it in mind for next time. He'd have a mustache for the first era. True. Yeah, that's true. He's gonna yeah. dress up. This is his one man show. Yeah. Buffet through the ear Buffet through the years. His own. Well think it's some kind of thing. The old actually songs would he has be. to sing with a higher voice. <laughs> hey everybody. 
But we don't drive. But you're right. This is just a conversation. It's I couldn't figure out how to make it homework anyway. So yeah, Taylor Taylor has the kind of the audacity to say she has ten errors, and she's like thirty something. Right. Those aren't these aren't errors. Errors go a little longer than that, dear. <laughs> There's more That's why it made no sense. I sexist and patronizing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was ridiculous. I didn't know what this era. I thought maybe she had an album name called Eras. I didn't know. I know. I I just think it's such a phenomenon because she has such a. I mean, I'm interested because she really has a connection with her audience. I mean, they really. Mm-hmm. You know, and the little girls, oh, Jacob. I mean, everybody. <laughs> and she has some good music that I I like the music. Jacob and, and Pintails. But yeah, ten eras. <laughs> but hey, you know she's out there. I know her ticket. The ticket thing fiasco is another thing. But the, I mean, she's doing forty four songs. Old yeah. songs. If you like her, you're getting. You're getting. Well, how long is the show? Three hours, about forty-four songs yeah, long. Four hours long. Is it four? It's a four-hour long show. No, it's probably. No I'm making it usually all has like. I pay no attention up. to her. I have no idea. That's true. What, what am I listening about. to you for? What is she a singer or something? What you asking him? For? No, I know. I'm asking him, and I'm listening to his answers. He's answering it's me. Coming clear. He doesn't say I don't know. He answers. It's me. more and more clear in my mind that I, I just wish I didn't text anything about. <laughs> oh, hey, wait! Whoa. I got to answer. I got a phone call. Is that? Is it Taylor Swift? Yeah, stop talking about me, you ignoramuses. <laughs> I hear you. You're going out live. <laughs> this calls for more yellow. So what was the what was the original uh homework? It had something to do with cover versions, but I've forgotten if it was other people doing Buffett or Buffett doing other people? And I haven't bothered to go back to the episode to find out. Wow. I did like I your the, the idea about the opening act. I had or... the favorite opening act, and then I had the first song you heard live. I don't know. First Buffett song? Yeah, I guess. Then I put first four, question mark, because everything's a forecast. I have no idea what the first songs I heard live are. Yeah, geez, you'd have to go back. I, so that oh, would be like, just, I remember the very first song I heard live, first Buffett. I remember that distinctly. It was really okay. Okay, well here you can now give you hints. Yeah, I saw him. So I don't know if it was somewhere over China tour or he didn't have an album, so it was actually the second tour after he released the album. And it was at Pine Knob. We saw him with Brett and HUD and me and you. And took oh, from tour. Central. <laughs> yeah. And we, we took a cooler and we sat in the pavilion with a cooler. Hmm. Okay. And the opening act was this is probably why we were talking about it. We could talk about favorite opening acts also, but that was Bonnie Ray. Okay. okay. I do remember that. And he was playing two nights and not coming close to selling out each other. It was a different time, a different era. <laughs> if Taylor Swift wouldn't mind me using a trademark <laughs> word. Because it completely was, right? It was probably $8 to go, maybe 12 in the pavilion. And he said, wow, they said, everybody from the grass, just the lawn, just come on to the pavilion if you want. Mm-hmm. I do. I that. remember that. Yeah. So the first song was Boat Drinks. Really? Mm. Yeah. Hmm. I do not remember. Like I just remember, yeah, because it was my first time seeing him. I was very excited because when I wanted to see him, he didn't tour for a whole year. I mean, he skipped a whole year and he did that King Kong trio and everything. So it was like two, three years since he'd been in the summer, like at Pine Knob, or I don't even know if he did Pine Knob before. He might before have that Meadowbrook. Yeah, that was he was uh, Meadowbrook the time before, and that was what nineteen eighty, I think. Yeah, this was like 82. So maybe the King Kong Trio is after this show I'm talking about. Yeah, we were yeah. up at school for that. We were yeah, at Central. So, we ran down to so, Lansing. Right. I had seen him once, but I didn't get to see him for the King Kong Trio because I had the tennis team stuff going on. And then uh, and then the next tour, then I you didn't miss a summer with him, really. 
so yeah he came out with boat drinks and he came out you know the band was out there playing and he just came out from the side playing his guitar it was really cool it was it was his mustache era (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that lasted a while that was an epoch because it was longer than an era yeah it wasn't it was a bit longer than an era yeah (laughs) Although in the, in the overall timeline of things, right? It's, it's been around for so long now that the mustachioed years are very few in, in comparison. Yeah, right. I was just going to yeah. say, has he had no mustache longer than he had a mustache? For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I was just going to look Absolutely. that up. Absolutely. He's had to... like a... Because like he lost the mustache, like what, around... Uh, hot water. Was it, hot, was it Florida? Hot water was the first hot water. Hot water. Because we... That's how we discovered it was the cover, the back yeah. cover actually, more than the front cover. It was a cool cover. That I was like eighty-eight, nineteen eighty-eight. So, yeah, definitely. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. people are gonna like think so we're wearing he Buffett a with a mustache with a porn stash. That's ridiculous. But doesn't he? Hasn't he lately had like a Van Dyke thing going? Yeah, for a little while. I don't he didn't have it very long. Either. No, he that was he tried that on for size and he didn't stick with it. I thought it was a good idea, but it, it just didn't grow the way I expected it to. It was kind of thin and patchy. I really expected it would come back just as thick and luxuriant as his 70s mustache. Yep. It's no 70s mustache, that's for sure. What a, what an era. That's like the, the Pirates movie, the Hugh Grant, his luxuriant beard. I have a luxuriant beard. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a good word, luxuriant. But I saw that show at uh, Hill Auditorium. Was that 78 or 79, right? 79, I think. Wow. Is that somewhere Old over timers? China? No, that was 84 because I just looked it up. Yeah. No, no, the- no, I take it back. It was 83 or something. No, I, go back to I saw him after Somewhere Over China. I saw him, I think, 82. I got the year wrong. Somewhere Over, Somewhere Over China was 83. Okay. I'm checking the, the Buffett I'm trying to think what tour, the, well, what the tour was. Well, obviously, I didn't see him in 82. You're right. I might have seen him 83 or 84 because you didn't even know Brett until, well, 81, I guess. I don't know. Right? Yeah. I was, I was out of high school, but I think it was... I think it was my, I thought it was my first summer out of high school, 82. But in 80, was 80 at Meadowbrook? I think 80 was in Meadowbrook. Yeah, I don't know. We've done this so many times. I'm sure we have. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sure we have. I just, we act like we, I don't know. Something tells me that my first time seeing him was your, was the first pine knob, but maybe it was the second pine knob. I'm not sure. But you had Hill Auditorium. You had, you had Meadowbrook. That's where you saw him. Yep. My first was 1984. Yeah, I believe. next I time believe. I saw him. So 82. It must have been 82 when I, I had that in my head. And I recently saw the the ticket. It's I put it in a in a shadow box. I think it's oh, yeah. Ticket. We. We heard lots of details. Everything goes into Joe's shadow boxes. Yeah. Um, and my first bootleg was '87. That's when my memory kicks in, and I can I can quote songs and and uh, comments and song intros. Well, see, I don't remember like that. You would think I would remember the first song that he played in that Pill Auditorium. I don't. I don't. I don't have like specific memories of stuff. I just remember. Just loving the show, you know, it was just like I, I loved it. Maybe I couldn't wait to get gummy, there. your gummies must have kicked. Out. <laughs> right, except I went with my mom and dad because <laughs> I didn't have a license yet. And HUD, <laughs> you got to take a friend. Yes, I yep yep. And, that was uh, Bonnie Wright that, too, wasn't it? No, that was J.D. Souther. J.D. Oh, Souther opened, Souther. and that was great. I loved yes. it because he had a good album out at that time. Remember. Um, Ah, shit, I can't think of the name of that. Um, it was a big song. Only for him. the Lonely? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Well, he Bonnie Raitt opened for him a couple more times, didn't she? Because I remember Pine you guys, Yeah, I remember you yeah, guys ragging on her. Just Pine Knob. Just the, the. Yeah, because I think Bakley she... went to one of the shows that she opened for. I remember yeah, this. Was... I thought she only opened once. So I think it was a couple Bakley times. Was there too. Well, there was. 
she opened he did two shows because i remember you guys talking yeah about we just went to one show it didn't even occur to us to go to two shows <laughs> until later work you know we had we had yeah i can guys, i can though. see that i can yeah. see that because we couldn't afford no 11 dollars yeah, a ticket two days in a row it was double digit a ticket that's yeah. ridiculous and you and you have to bring in your own stuff <laughs> and that was with the the tunnel through the hill right taking up a huge chunk of real estate <laughs> back to talking about that but, yeah. and everybody was signing it was cool the uh I just want to say she just she opened just that one tour, but after that, he didn't really have openers. When I saw him again, because he played a long show with the intermission, starting mm. basically eighty four. Do you remember any openers in eight, like eighty four? Eighty seven was I thought eighty seven was Greg Fingers Taylor and the Lady Fingers oh. Review was his that opener. kind of stuff. But I meant we didn't have anybody like J D. Souther or Bunny. Yeah. Mm, well, you could say Evangeline were openers, but he was just promoting artists on his label. Those are no, that's that's good openers. I meant someone like we later get uh, John Fogarty, and yeah, but even then, that was because he was playing a stadium and he needed yeah. the, a big, an extra draw. I wouldn't say bigger draw, but an extra draw. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They were, that, they were quite Brown, open with that. The Lionel, Lionel Richie. Richie. Yeah. So those three. Yeah, there was a. You're right. There was a long stretch where he didn't. He didn't use opening acts at all. Or if they were, they were like or part of the band. Yeah. Or, like, well, I was going to say Club Trini, but I, did Club Trini ever play on the same stage? No, they were out in the parking lot. Yeah, if you remember, I yeah. think that they would that they would be legitimate openers and not just like entertainment for the parking lot. Yeah, they were so a good he, band. For the palace, obviously, palace shows. He had a oh, palace. There was yeah. no openers. Oh, oh, there was too. The Zachary Richard. Zachary Richard. Zachary Richard. Yeah, that's oh, where we got on the Zachary Richard. That's right. There's oh, the... I forgot about the Navile brothers. Yeah. Were they right. the palace? I don't think they were. Yeah, the they were at the palace. Were they're they? The palace yeah, because there's uh, more than one palace show. Come on, man. There's a George Black. Black. Oh, there wasn't... The, the Navile brothers. The Navile brothers. Okay. Because they were playing at the palace, which is part of the Pistons. Yeah. They, the I don't boys. think they opened for more than that, though. I think it was just the one time. Yeah. Okay. But I he must have so. played the palace. And that would have been times. hot water because they were part of the hot water album, I assume. And that's. Yeah, and then later on, Aaron Neville. Was it's pronounced Navile, Joe. Linda Rodstadt and stuff. And hey, I was Aaron. Like, and, uh, I was like, I saw him in A's. concert. You know what I mean? Hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Navile. And then we saw Club Trini like in the concourse at the palace. Yes. We just stood right there with them. It was so cool. Yeah, was it at the palace so or the pine up? See, now. I can't remember. So no, they they perform like three times. Okay, Club Trini, and one but time... I do remember it standing like right there next to like, next to Tina, and yeah. and uh, Peter was right I there. Had, it was really uh, cool. Nadira sing to me the "Love Is Made of This" song. She was singing it to me. See, because I was opposite her. <laughs> Not that she was seeking me out of the crowd. I was just opposite where she was standing. No, I just go with that. And I, I knew a couple lyrics, and so she smiled at me. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got, I've, they, I saw them, we saw them two more times, and I have video of both of those. But now I can't remember the years. The first year, the first video, I had uh, a pretty decent medley of stuff that I edited together. The second year, I ran out of battery power, so I only have like one or two songs. <clears throat> I suppose I should look those up those now. Damn batteries! Remember that. <laughs> so I remember that they. That I think the palace, like one time, maybe more than once, but that wasn't the first time they had played with them. And when I saw them at the palace, so there was Pine Knob. Oh, geez. yeah, but the Zachary Richard show. I remember that he he put on a great show. We loved he put it. On a great show. I would just yeah, he put on a great show. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, what turned us on to the Zachary Richard thing. So that must have been like 83, right? Because no, we were into... Not 83. He didn't play the Palace to like the 90s. Okay. Right? When did we When did we hear, first hear about Zachary Richard then? I swear it was... Oh, 93. 93. 
I'm getting my decades. My errors are getting mixed your up. You're, you're in the wrong era. I'm in the wrong era entirely. This is the palace era. Yeah, it was 93. Yeah, because then we saw him at, uh, at uh, that Sully's, the place in uh, Dearborn there. Was it yes. Sully's? Yeah. I didn't see him yet, Sully's. We got a bootleg of that, too. Yeah. I thought, I believe. I... That was the dark period. If my recorder me. worked. For the That's record, right. We were right my... in your neighborhood. You could have walked there. I know. And Fingers played there, and we didn't know. And yeah. It was just down a couple blocks away. I, I did see Fingers at, um, I remember. Uh, Memphis was Smoke. It? Memphis yeah. Smoke. Yeah. In Royal oh. Oak. Yep. I saw him at Four Jacks. Is that the name of it? Four Jacks. And I've got a recording of that too. There's Stand in Royal Oak. There's green four green fields. That wasn't. I think that's that it. was that there was Peter go. Mayer though. I don't think Fingers no, was there. Was no it? wait was Fingers at what Mick said and whatever the four green and, fields. Uh, and didn't you see Peter Mayer at Memphis Smoke? No, it was the other way around. Because we sat with Peter Mayer. He came and sat with us. Yes, we were that was, no, that was smoke. Captain Tony's. That was Captain Tony's when he sat with us. Oh, oh was Tony's it? Tony's in Royal Oak. Captain Tony's in Royal Oak. Okay. Yep, I've got pictures. And this was photos. all the dark period. I couldn't do little field trips like that. For the record, my first Club Trini video was in 1999, and the second one was 2000. Outside of Pine Knob. That's just 23 years ago. No, I no recommend my first video. I thought it came out. Very nicely, although it's in standard def and it looks archaic now, but still, still is a very good uh, representation of their concerts. So long ago, jeez, it's ridiculous. That's, yeah, ridiculous. Twenty-three years. Yeah, you're you're getting old. So, what were we doing about that that cover version? homework i don't have that in my notes so so wait do we really want to assign homework that we actually do and come in with next time let's do that i swear we've done the covers thing before yeah we've touched on it however i do have a cover a cover version that i would like to highlight and i found it on uh youtube and i thought it was pretty cool it's what if Green Day recorded Margaritaville? Cover it goes, it goes a little something like this. Ah, oh, shoot! I I unshared while we were talking. So oh, I have to Mick. go back to it. That was a good, perfect setup. It's going to be an edit. He set there it up go. so perfectly, <laughs> and it goes a little something like this. That may be yeah. my favorite version of <laughs> Margaritaville ever. could be done any, anyway. A good I song. added that echo at the end. It goes on for the whole song, but uh, I thought it was great. And yeah. it's from a, an organization, a group. It might just be a solo guy. I'm not sure. And it's their uh, he, they are called Soap in My, in my Shoe. Where did it go? Soap oh. in My Shoe. Okay. I have to do this over again. That sounds just like them, though. I mean, it's not really Green Day. It sounds like Green Day. It does. It sounds exactly like Green Day. And they're doing an awesome song that can can be done. I would love to hear it done differently than we hear it. Yeah, I thought it was so cool when I heard it. It's like, this is great. Didn't um, Todd Snyder do like a punk uh, version of uh, Margaritaville? Okay, yeah. I remember that a long time ago. Yeah. It's like when he first started. Oh, I got it wrong. I said soap, didn't I? It's sugar in the gas tank. <laughs> soap in my shoes. Wow. There's a. There's I never a, said soap in my shoes. Though. I think he said soap in my <laughs> shoes. I think he said soap in my shoes. I said shoot. 
<laughs> but because at first they... I thought he actually said shoes. So here's a tie in to Roger. Sugar in the gas tank. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. A little bit of worlds colliding. Yeah, yeah. We always like that here at the <laughs> coast. Yeah. It's got a little special for us, yeah. Vandalism, you know. All right, well, that's cool. We should do we should do cover corner every week. We go through a song that either someone did a Buffett's or, or <laughs> there's a lot of Buffett stuff that Buffett <laughs> covered other people. Yeah, but maybe you know, come in with some notes and stuff. I'm going to do this cover corner with with two Ks. <laughs> He'll read this next time and say, "I don't remember what I was talking about." <laughs> it looks like I spelled cover with a K. I put one song a week, but that's that's a that's a lie. If you find one, you can mention it. That's what I mean. We'll just or we just talk about a cover he did. Now just read Wikipedia mm-hmm. or something. I really like that Green Day thing. I got to find that. That's awesome. I know. I have to get the name. I have to get the name again. That's not it. Sugar in the gas tank. Yeah, is it the? I keep wanting to say my. No, it's sugar in the gas tank. I don't think it's on Apple Music. No, it's YouTube. Sounds like it's sugar a YouTube in the gas video. Soap in my shoes. It's a YouTube video. <laughs> There's a band. There's an artist. Where are you looking? <laughs> Apple Music. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. That was good, Mick. So besides that, I, we can assign homework. Like, Bummer. I really wanted that. All right. What the hell? We got to do homework. Next time, come in with your favorite warm-up and a little bit about it. A paragraph about your favorite warm-up band. What year it was. None of this guessing the wrong decade. Or do your wrong. research, you mean, before? <laughs> yeah. Do you have to have the year, tough. or can you just mention the era? My blue period. <laughs> well, look it up. That's tough. And we got to get Patty in here. Tough to pick one, you mean, or tough to remember it? <laughs> well, I'm only going <laughs> to talk both. about. I'm only going to talk about the concerts that I have record of. Hmm. So that's '87 onward. The trouble is, if even if you go to Buffett News for your your information, they only go back so far. They're very um, cloudy on the early early years. Like I was just trying to look up the tour, the '84 tour that I think was my first. They only list like four or five shows, and you know there are more, but they don't like they don't list. Wow, the- yeah, we've done this before. We we predate. Mike really predates. Uh, you might you old... might find some of those on the old uh, Coconut Telegraph newsletters. If you have some of those old ones hanging out, I think they they would put the tour schedules on those. Yeah, That's but we true. didn't have Coconut Telegraphs till '84 or so. Ah, I think they well. I could when be I started going to shows. There was no Coconut Telegraph. Exactly, there wasn't a Coconut Telegraph. Back yeah, when we I stopped, started. and I started after you guys. asking Mike for the years stuff. That's <laughs> out of here. Yeah, I, I could be. A, I could a be a decade off. Like <laughs> I said, I could always be a decade off. You can look yeah. that up too, maybe. He's at Cedar Point. I guess your age within a decade. <laughs> <laughs> and I would be wrong a lot of the time. Yeah, you you'd be wrong half the time. <laughs> You're eighteen. I'm thirty-one. Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> You look great. <laughs> this sounds like a I think you should leave skit. It does. <laughs> Except you have to yell. You have to like mm-hmm. be put on your angriest face and yell. Or get your phone and go <laughs> start <laughs> to play it on your phone. Eighty five. Play feed eggs. Was the coconut telegraph? First coconut telegraph, I'm guessing, was 1985. There's an auction. I thought it was earlier than that. There's an auction for the second issue, and that was from March 1985. So I'm guessing. Ooh, what did it sell for? uh, I 
Three bucks. Never mind. No, I'm, well, I'm, that would be that would be I'm like guessing. a that four hundred. Oh, crap! Increase. I got I have to sign in. Uh, that. God, I lost all my coconut telegraphs, and I used to save those. So one of my moves or whatever, or a flood, yeah. all that stuff in the flood. Yeah, I tried to save all mine too, but I'm not even I got sure. Mickey's cassettes. Yeah. I got your bootleg cassettes and hanging on the wall in my basement. Really? Yeah, they're on in a uh, shadow box CD slash uh, cassette holder uh, that looks like a locker, like a mini locker. You know, it's just this big. And I have Michigan CDs in there, and Michigan and Jimmy Buffett cassettes, I think. Or I got your cassettes in this other uh, old antique toolbox, and I put whatever CDs I've kept around and cassettes. Those are duplicate copies, dear viewer and or listener. They're not the originals because I have them. Yeah, they're not the master tapes. Yeah, I have a bunch. I I recently digitized them too. So, Not that I did any remastering anything. It's just a straight dupe. And I do have a case down there in one one of my boxes with all those all in one place. Yeah. And no cassette player. Oh, no, I do. I have a cassette player. This thing plays cassettes. <laughs> That's that new thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> With the turntable? Does that have yeah, a turntable? It's got a turntable. It plays cassettes and uh, CDs. Mm. And, and a radio. Wow. Mm. Yeah. It's uh, all the archaic technology. Ah. Special Olympics. There's a guy there that mm-hmm. brought these. With us. And they're DVDs, but they're archaic of all these pictures and some videos. Of mm. them playing basketball and stuff for the year, he gives us one every year. He have nowhere to like even insert this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just um, went through some of my Buffett albums since the last show, and I was trying to upgrade the quality from two fifty six um, kilobits per second to like lossless FLAC, or in this case, Apple lossless, and I. Um, I was reminded that I've got two CDs that have enhanced CD stuff on it. Like um, Don't Stop the Carnival has a video and uh, Beach House on the Moon has a video. And I could not access them. I could only get the audio portion. I could not get the enhanced CD. You don't have the software to to play the video. No, I don't have the hardware. I don't have the hardware. Oh. Because I don't have a CD drive. I have a Blu-ray player that I've got hooked up to my computer, and that was not seeing the full CD architecture. Yeah, because it doesn't have archaic software. It was just looking at it as a CD. It wasn't looking at it as as a CD with a partition, a video partition. And it was yeah. driving me crazy. It's crazy. That's nuts. Because nu- this guy's around. We had our little picnic, and he he has a little camcorder thing. He's still using that. It's like it's a thousand times worse than our phones. The, mm-hmm. the phones the kids, the athletes have themselves. It is better than this little. And he's videoing the picnic down. My, I'm looking forward to a disc on the picnic. <laughs> But I can't access. I tried last time I had a drive. I tried before I got this a couple years ago. I mean, nothing comes out. I don't know what software I have to have to watch his stuff. It's not really a DVD. I don't think I could put it in DVD player. I don't know what it is. Yeah, you probably just need like a a computer with an old drive on it. Yeah. A CD-ROM drive. Put you the don't have any, anything like that. CD-ROM. That's downstairs. It didn't work, but I don't know. I have better pictures just by clicking a couple times. So anyway, as we're speaking about LPs, I I just happened to have a few in here when I was testing this thing out. This was at my sand. at my mom's house. Yeah. Those so look at big that. CDs. That's a big CD right there. That's that's a yes. that covers my god. Yeah. Look at that and good artwork. Yeah. Oh, that's lost now. Damn. The back when covers cost more than the album. And then they even would have the... The liner notes. Yeah, Uh, liner notes with even more artwork in here. Look at this. Holy crap. Man. Well, he's got got like Savannah. If only he had a... Oh, yeah. Yeah, look at that. These of my heart, right? Yeah. 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 Real real drawings from uh, 
his daughter. That's cool. If only he had a record company that gave a shit about him. Yeah. Yeah, right. That included, you know, all the stuff from the liner notes. They had a little booklet instead of just a cover and then a list of other CDs to buy. Ah, these that this were this was a time, man. Right before compact disc for the compact price. You're going down uh, (laughs) with some more nostalgia. Right before Riddles and the Sand of the Riddles and the Sand came out, I think. And then he was on like Nashville Now or something like that, like a like a guest host. Is Nashville mm-hmm. Now the right show? Yeah, I didn't sounds familiar. Tape, and I watched it at Mike's house. And what's her name from Last Mango in Paris? She was on some of the songs. What's her name? Was a Marshall Chapman? Uh, yeah, Marshall Chapman. So she's a guest on this talk show, and he's talking about Last Mango in Paris. And Mike's telling me the last album was supposed to be named Last Thing on Paris, but they named it Riddles in the Sand. <laughs> we were so devoid of any information about what's going to come out. And then just one day at Harmony House, there's this album, Last Thing on Paris. I went during the, the, that sale they had between my birthday and 4th of July. And I would always spend my birthday money at Harmony House getting albums. And there was Last Thing on Paris. And the thing, yeah, you would never know it was coming. You because you just right. you would right go away. to the store and you'd th- you'd say, "It's been about a year. It's about time, right?" Because it used to they used to like put them out like once a year for. But this was like years. six months. We've been, we've been through this before. Yeah, Riddles of the Sand and Nice Mango were like six months apart. Plus, he had uh, songs you know by heart in there. So in one year, he had three albums. He was the Taylor Swift of that era. <laughs> Oh, very bravo. Very good. <laughs> Tied it all together. <laughs> he, he did. See what he did there? My terrible homework idea. And, uh, Don't and say then, redeemed it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I didn't. No, you can't say you redeemed it. Yeah. Those were the days. <laughs> Listen to albums on Columbia Record albums, drinking scotch. There's there's the podcast title right there. Those were the days <laughs> that we can't remember <laughs> correctly. Those were the eras. Yeah, you got to fit eras in there. That's true. <laughs> we keep coming back to that stupid homework. I admit is dumb. You know, I'm texting you guys. I'm like, who am I talking to? <laughs> and yeah, Mike's like, I mean, Mickey's like. Eras? Oh, yeah, Mike. What is it? I didn't know what it was. I seriously didn't. I knew that was the name of the the tour, but I didn't know why. And I, I again, I'm thinking she's a kid. She's not going to have eras. She can't be. She can't mean that. It didn't even uh, occur to me. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Ugh. All right. Well. That's life on the North Coast That's life on the North Coast That's life on